my heart slows to a crawl, chilled by your absence, waiting for the fall of written words to warm it up like breath. I'm cut like a lily water cannot save. The endless nights are stitched into a shroud that takes my shape and has my weeping bound. The weeks until I hear gape like the grave. But when your letter opens in my hands, my heart starts up, a wild bird to a clap, and air fills lungs as though some arid land were suddenly ocean, charted off the map. Two pages of your hand can bring such bliss. And yet, without your love, I don't exist. I dare not breathe it, yet it lives in me as sometimes the single reason why my heart must go on beating. Let me name the hope, and do not take it, never tug the threads that I've secured it with. I am afloat by only the meanest margin, buoyed by this, that I might be restored to life and name, that I might walk the London streets again as Christopher Marlowe, not an atheist, but wronged by suborned informers, jealous wits, and ignorant plebeians. And not dead, but no, the Lazarus of modern times, raised by the new incumbent head of state. If only that is James. And so I wait for the phoenix not to rise, the crab-haired queen to crumble in her bed, relax the grasp tight-knuckled fingers have upon my fate, and gasp her last. Do not dislodge the hope that holds in place a thousand racking sobs for all I've lost. The stink of London town, the cry of hawkers in my native tongue, an English tavern's simple fare, warm beer, an afternoon at the curtain or the swan amongst good friends, though half those good friends gone already, and the rest of them as dead to me as I've become to all the world, because I may not touch one's face again, or hear another's laugh. And still I hope, and the hope sits like a lump beneath this poem, and under every play. It hatches dreams that every word might be restored to me, that my name be cleared and sounded round the court, that good King James release me from the bonds of unjust exile. Oh, let it be James that hefts the crown and not some specious wretch who wins the throne by murder. For my hope, it is the smallest thing, a captured bird that beats against the bars with beak and wing and often breaks itself, exhausted, frail. The queen must die that I might tell the tale. My hope is threaded to that soft word, home. Though home is a foreign country to me now, a fabled kingdom where I cannot tread because I am a ghost and must be dead. But do not kill the hope that I might breathe some mist on the glass my mother shows my mouth, or stand once more to savour every smell that permeates the hall of my father's house, new leather, Shoe wax, iron, elbow grease. Where I am staying now, the smell of fish assaults me awake each dawn. The merchant's clothes grow less peculiar daily. Random bells become my certainties. 
Though there is heat in every square and pavement, every voice raised in a bet or bargain, still I keep watch for more English weather. Sudden rain. Friend, send me word. If I could slip ashore and live in secret on some quiet estate far from the eyes of London, let me learn. The Queen has the best of doctors, and my hope is struggling to breathe. Help me return. Doctors, I said. The night I wrote those words I fell into a fever, as if the pen reminded my body of an ancient trick to provoke the care of others. I fell sick. The Latin from which delirium derives kept me awake all night, out of the furrow, vexed as a hare that's tortured mad with spring, or mad, just mad with nothing, nobody.